what the fuck? No, no, Louie, get get out of here. Get the fuck, get out of my room. No, no, I don't want to be in your pedophile adjacent movie, you creep. Get the, get, get out of here. God. <clears throat> Sorry, the, the nerve of some people, they just, they just think you get a little bit of power and they can do whatever they want, you know? No, you can't jerk off in here. God. This is the Manchild Pod. We run a clean show around here. Clean operation. But what's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And as always, I'm your humble host, Miles Casey. How you doing, folks? How you doing? You know, it's, it's a serious question. I hope you're doing well. I hope this episode finds you in good spirits as I bless your ears with my mm, so smooth, sultry voice, etc., etc., <laughs> But yeah, uh, I hope you're doing well. Let's see. I did want to start off the top of this episode by saying I am officially going to move the release date of new episodes to Tuesday. Yes. It just is gonna, it just makes sense. I just have to do it. My Mondays are too fucking crazy and usually I have to work really early on Sunday, blah, blah, blah. Long story short. I have Tuesdays off. I can almost always guarantee to get it out on Tuesday and deliver you folks the goods and not have to feel like, oh, fuck, I'm trying to do everything on Monday. Ah, and it's too much. So, the Manchild Pod, we're going to be releasing that on Tuesday. Spicing up your Tuesdays, right? Spicing up those Tuesdays. Tuesdays are boring. They need a little spice to them, right? So, spicing up like a, I don't know, spicing up like a finger up the butt or something like that, I guess. <laughs> Maybe not that spicy. That's a little too spicy. Spicing it up like a... A habanero. Uh, up the butt. <laughs> no, I don't know. But we're, we're moving it to Tuesdays. Thank you for bearing with me on that. I appreciate all the support. And thank you for listening. Um, also, another shout out I need to give real quick. Uh, to my homie, Bryce Lobb. Shout out to Bryce Lobb. He's the man. He outdid himself with this. He actually decided on his own whim. Un, you know, Didn't ask him to do anything. He just was like, I'm bored one day. And I'm going to fuck around and do this. And he made me some awesome logos for the Millennial Manchild podcast, whether it's for po posting a clip on Instagram, trying to promote something, trying to promote the podcast, whatever it may be. He gave me some variety. I like it. A little flavor. You know, I can change it up. I don't have to always just post the one picture, which is amazing. Thank you again to Alyssa LaPierre for making that, the original Manchild logo. Beautiful. But it's just nice to, you know, have a little something else in the chamber, something else in the arsenal. So, shout out to Bryce Lobb. He's the homie. I really appreciate him doing that. Uh, great stuff. I'm looking forward to sharing some of those with you. You haven't really seen most of them yet. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, what else? Oh, I kind of, I, I must say, I am actually re-recording the podcast right now. I had done one on Sunday, and some things happened yesterday uh, that I just felt like it would be fun to talk about. And I kind of was like, fuck it, I'll just re redo it. So it's kind of like you have a, a lost episode. Maybe I'll release it eventually. I don't know. But I did do one on Sunday. and was trying to get out on Monday, but I had a fancy draft and both jobs and it was too much. But I must say, today is a beautiful day to record a podcast. It's a little, there's like a little drizzle out. It's cloudy. It's cool. Ah, oh, it's just, I'm fucking so ready for winter. It almost feels like fall around here. It's beautiful. And it sucks because in a way it's like, this last weekend was horrible. It was like last everybody's last ditch effort to salvage their summer. We're going to San Diego. We're going to go to the fucking beach. Woo! And it was just horribly busy at all the jobs. And uh, 
which is it's fine, you know, whatever. It's that's over with. It's dead and gone. So it's just I'm so ready for for winter to be here. Winter in San Diego is fucking amazing. It's probably one of the best kept secrets about San Diego. Everybody thinks, oh, San Diego. Let's go there in the summer. Let's go to the beach. It'll be sunny. It's like, oh, you're missing it. It's so fucking crowded and crazy and chaotic in the summer, which has its own, you know, own specialness to it and is enjoyable at times. But it's like San Diego in the winter. That's my shit. I love that. You know, maybe wearing a long sleeve shirt, walking around. It's a little chilly at night. Maybe put on a hoodie. I am looking forward to that weather. And it doesn't really get much colder than like needing a light jacket here ever. So I'm ready for that. It's also better for comedy. Instead of people having to like go to decide to go to open mic or go to the beach, they might decide to actually go to open mic because there will be no sun and it'll be cold. So I'm looking forward to hopefully maybe having some fuller shows, seeing some more people. And yeah, that should be good too. Just looking forward to it, right? Less people want to be out and about when it's a little chilly out. So they'll just be like, I'm going to plant here, drink some beers, watch some open mic, boom. I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to it. Ready for fucking winter. I just want people to go away. Leave me alone, right? <laughs> we'll see. But, uh, yeah. I guess, I guess we'll start today's up. You're like, Miles, shut up. Get into it, right? Let's, let's start the show. Play some music, fucking talky talk, man. And get into it, alright? So, that's what we'll do here. <laughs> I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thanks for listening. Ah, you don't fucking know. You don't know. I'll choose, alright? I'm guiding this ship. I'll choose. Um, I guess I'll just start with uh, the one thing I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about on here for a couple of reasons. One, it's a little embarrassing or shameful in a way. It has like negative connotations with it. And also, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. I don't want people to be like, oh, there's Miles, little pity case who yada yada yada, you know. So, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to address it, but I figured, fuck it, why not? It is a reality, and that's what I do. I deal with on here. I talk about my reality, I talk about what's happening in my life, so, you know. Of course, I don't share everything, but I, fe- I feel like I, it's just, I wouldn't be honest if I didn't tell you about this. So, um, I did have to give back the old Kia Soul. It was repossessed. I just couldn't afford that lifestyle anymore. You know, those, those fancy hamsters in the commercial... They can afford it. 
They're doing a little bit better than me. They're actually getting some commercial work. So they can afford it, but I can't. I had to give it back, and it does suck a little bit. It's like, you know, there's a certain freedom associated with having a car and being able to get away and yada yada, which is nice. And it's great to be able to go up to L.A., etc., etc. It has many benefits, obviously. But, you know, I've come to terms with this. Like, I really don't need a car. I live in a beautiful spot where I have everything I need within walking distance. I got very lucky in that sense. Like, I moved out here four years ago. Haven't moved since. Been in the same spot. And I have pretty much everything I need now within walking distance. I mean, I have both my jobs, Starbucks and Barbecue House. I can get there within a 10-minute walk, maybe less. Same with the grocery store, bars, food, the beach. Uh, Multiple friends live around here within walking distance. Um, I can go to two open mics every week within walking distance. I don't need a car right now, you know? And it's like people, you know, are kind of like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. And they're just being nice, and I'm not trying to downplay them. I appreciate them being nice, because that's what you do. But, you know, it's not a big deal to me. Like, I'm okay with losing the car. It's like, it was never really mine to begin with. And sure, I had plenty of fun memories in that car. A couple of great road trips. I got all the use out of it I needed. Because I'm not in a place right now where I need a car. And I've come to terms with that, and just been kind of accepting it. I kind of knew that this was going to happen for a little while. Obviously, you don't just... (laughs) lose a car overnight it doesn't just happen like oh it's gone uh they they give you a lot of chances i'll be honest you know capital one they did give me a a couple of chances so it is what it is though i'm not i'm not beat up about it it's not like i i lost a fucking arm or i've got some sickness or illness it's like it's a fucking car i'll get another one eventually i don't need one right now it's plain and simple like i'm going for something different my my dream doesn't include a car right now. I don't have to have it. You know, that's, they're trying to, if somebody's forcing me to have a car or thinks I should have one, like, they're selling me somebody else's dream right now. I don't need that shit. I'll be okay. And it's going to be nice to have some extra money. I'm not paying for the insurance, the gas, which is like $4 a gallon. It's like insane. So in the end, I think it's going to end up being a good thing. I I try to see things that are going to appear to be as like a hardship or something that's going to make a struggle and, and look at it from a different perspective and see like, okay, what am I gaining? What, what, what was I kind of, what am I going to lose? Sure. That sucks. But what am I gaining? You know, I'm going to have a little extra money. I'm going to have, I'm not going to go eat fast food. I'm not going to waste time fucking, you know, trying to figure out, Oh man, are they going to take my car? Maybe I don't want to put too much gas in it. What if they take it? And, and I have a full tank. I go, I can't, like, stressing about that stuff. Like, that's gone. All of that, it's freed up this space in my head. And honestly, it feels like a weight off my shoulders, not having to worry about it anymore. So, yeah, you know, I appreciate when people feel sorry for me. And I didn't want it. That's why I wanted to kind of explain myself. Like, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. It is what it is. Things come and go. And I'll be fine. Plain and simple. Because I live in fucking Ocean Beach. It's beautiful here. I have a pretty good thing going for me right now. So, why do I care? I don't need it. I don't need it. But yeah, uh, it is what it is, right? I'm like, I, one way I've been thinking about it is like, I'm downgrading my life to upgrade my life. I'm, I'm really, and I truly believe that. Sure, maybe it's to, it's delusional and maybe it helps me try to fucking sleep at night when I say things like that. But I do believe like I'm currently simplifying my life, boiling it down to just a few core things and working on those and trying to figure out 
how to get better and how to do better, you know? Because it's easy to get fucking distracted and caught up in all the bullshit and worrying about, oh, I gotta pay this bill and this thing and that thing. And it's like, I just want to simplify my life. I want to be able to, you know, have shelter, food on the table, and work on the podcast and comedy. Those are my big goals right now. I don't have much else going on. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. And I've kind of really been coming to terms with that and accepting it. Like, I'm accepting the fact that if I'm doing this podcasting or trying to do comedy and I'm going to try to create things and like for, for whatever, for the sake of brevity, we'll just call it art. I'm going to try to be an artist. You know, I'm an artist. You wouldn't understand. Like I'm, I'm just going to understand that my life is going to be a little different than other people's. I'm going to be closer to poverty than most people in some cases. I'm not going to have a ton of money in the bank. It's like, I'm not going to have a 401k. I'm not going to, these are things that for now I'm prolonging. I don't think I'm never going to have those things. I just think at this point in my life right now, I'm not really building towards those goals. And not that they're not on the horizon or that I don't see them and need them in the future. That's, that's, you know, the long game. But I'm more worried about what I'm doing right now. And like I said, I'm downgrading my life to upgrade my life, trying to focus on things that can really help me just improve and sure it's going to suck not being able to drive to some of these open mics I'm, i'll probably go to less open mics or maybe just take a fucking uber pool not that big of a deal right i could do that a couple times a month and it'll still be way cheaper than ever having to pay for a whole car that i use hmm. you know maybe 10 times a month I, did, I wasn't using it very much i didn't need it so like I said, it ended up being a good thing. All these things that can seem negative can end up being a good thing, right? And yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Just You have to have the perspective and kind of a, a greater vision of things sometimes. So we'll see. I think it'll work out for the best, as always. The, the universe seems to give you the medicine you need sometimes, and that's what it is. So yeah, um, we'll move on from that. Uh, I did want to talk about... This is kind of one of the reasons... I, oh, what do I, where do I want to go? So we'll talk about, I want to, one of the topics of the podcast today a little bit was going to be about redemption. I wanted to talk about what is redemption? Do we allow redemption to kind of occur or is it only if it's, how, you know, it's, it's just an interest, interesting thing because with social media, a lot of people do get crucified and just trial by public opinion, no real case, no real facts, just whatever you may be. It's just very, people are very quick to be outraged and quick to just like, oh, I want to ruin this person's career and their life because, ah, and I get it. You know, people are mad, people are fired up, people are angry. And, you know, Trump's part of the reason, just the political divide's part of the reason, uh, just how good we really do have it, even though. We feel like we have it bad because I feel like that's what, you know, even though I'm struggling, I'm poor, I lost the car. I'm not fucking over here being like, somebody feels sorry for me. You know, like you have to, it's all about perspective and how you look at life, I think. And we're in this like negative cycle right now. It's perpetuating just like not loving ideas, not helping each other, not, it's like people want like a single thought, like a monolithic thought and just you know, my way or the highway, and they, they focus on these weird differences, the narcissism of small differences, and all kinds of crazy stuff that, it's just exhausting, you know, 
And you know, it's like, is nobody ever given a chance at redemption anymore? Can can I even saw one? Like, we'll get into it a little bit, I guess. Like, one of the things I want to talk about was McCain. You know, R.I.P. To me, he seemed to be one of the good guys. I probably didn't agree with most of his politics. He probably did some fucked up things, and maybe I can't defend those. And I don't know about what they are or whatever it may be. But to me, he was one of the good guys. He sacrificed five years of his life being tortured right that's insane like i haven't sacrificed dick for my country i pay my taxes and that's it like and this is a man who not only sacrificed for his country but then went into public service then went into politics and did what he thought was right and had very high moral standards and was a man who kind of stuck to his guns no matter what and even if you disagreed with his guns, he fucking stuck to him, And that's brave, and that's some something I respect. And he, it's so funny, people were so quick to, like, after he passes away, you know, it's like, oh, time to shit on him. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ, can't even fucking wait. Like, no, no time at all. Just like, let's, let's get into it. Oh, he was a warmonger. He was this, he was that. It's like, man. And it's so funny, those are the same people who have sacrificed probably nothing sacrifice nothing right what have you done what have you sacrificed it's so easy to be a twitter warrior or on the internet mad and trying to look like you're on the right side of history or whatever it may be whatever you think people around you will like it's ugh, it's so it's so disgusting so exhausting it's like he was somebody who <laughs> a lot of these people had a, a, a very large agreement with he doesn't like Donald Trump. Didn't want Donald Trump at his funeral. He had Bush and Obama there to speak. Didn't want Donald Trump there. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's something you'll, most of these people who are mad at him and hate him or think he's disgusting would vehemently, can't even say that word because I'm an idiot, but they, they agree with each other. And they can't even be like, you know what? Cheers to that. They're just like, yeah, time to dump on him. You know, he's dead. <laughs> It's just so ridiculous, right? And then on the, the the reverse side of that, you have, and this is partly why I re-recorded it, I want to talk about Colin Kaepernick a little bit because I find him very interesting, very fascinating. It's like Nike released their campaign, the Just Do It campaign with Colin Kaepernick and people were fucking cutting up socks and burning shoes and doing all kinds of dumb shit now that Nike has backed Colin Kaepernick. And people who are getting upset over a fucking ad campaign are ridiculous. They're saying, oh, he was, he sacrificed. He has made sacrifices. Fuck you. Maybe they're not as big as giving your, you know, the ultimate sacrifice. People just love to always compare, like, here's the top sacrifice. And, and if you didn't give that one, your sacrifice was bullshit. You know, it's like, no, that's not the case. He has sacrificed. And... He has gone through struggle and he has been ridiculed and just dragged through the media and his name is just it is attached with such like this like fire behind it now because you either are going to love him or hate him and he 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 has sacrificed. He, he doesn't live just a normal life anymore. That's not the case. Anywhere he goes, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of chaotic probably because there's going to be maybe somebody who's mad at him for taking a knee or... There's going to be people who are like, yeah, you're the man. You're, you're doing what we, 
I wish I could do if I had that voice, you know? And for people to get upset over an ad campaign, like these triggered snowflakes who are so quick to point the finger and be like, oh, look at these little liberals who are this, that, and the other. Like, they lose their minds over this shit. And it just, I, I don't get it. It's on both sides, these outrage machines, this group think that you just have to be on one side of this. There's no nuance. It's fucking, sorry, I need to take a deep breath. It's, it's, <laughs> it's infuriating. It gets me riled up. It's like, why? I, I don't understand it. Nobody wants to be an individual anymore, in a, in a sense. And I'm not saying that, oh, you just have to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. I'm just like, why can't we just be who we are and be more accepting of that? I don't know. We always have to put on this, like, show for everybody, this outside show, like, ooh, look, I'm here, here I am, here's what I'm doing, especially on social media, especially online. I do it too. I do it too. Obviously, I don't show the, like, horrible, sad moments or this, that, or the other. It's like, I'm not going to post that stuff on social media. Nobody really wants to see that, right? That's what that's what we think anyways. And it's probably true because people are like, oh, that was weird. Why would he? Who knows, right? But it's just, uh, it's just a kind of strange path that we're heading down and hopefully hopefully it corrects like maybe the pendulum's swinging one way and it's swinging back again and you know we'll 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 figure it out we always adapt the human race always adapts so we'll see i do just think we need to be a little kinder to one another a little more loving not so quick to judge not so quick to hate not so quick to be mad and angry and just be like spewing out this negative energy why does everybody have to be so negative why can't there be more positivity why, do, why does everybody have to be not like why can't more people be a beacon of light you know what I mean that's all I'm saying I guess that's all I'm saying and another and and, and another controversial thing we can talk about too speaking of redemption speaking of controversy uh, like I said with the intro little jokey joke there old Louis CK he's back at it apparently forcing a room of people to watch him unknowingly again because uh, he wasn't on the playbill, which is a little fucked up, right? You you would think if you're going a night out, you pay for comedy. Uh, you want to know who's kind of going on the show. Usually, if somebody pops in, it's going to be amazing. You're like, oh shit, Chris Rock showed up out of nowhere? That's fucking dope. A pop-in was awesome. But maybe there's some women in the audience, and then like they're thinking it's too soon, and now they're kind of forced to sit there and watch Louie, and it's like, it's a weird thing, man. It's a weird thing. And... I don't know what the answer is. Was it too soon? Eh, probably. Did he not maybe do enough? Eh, pro probably. I don't know. I don't know what women are thinking out there. I'm not a, a you know a woman. Uh, well, obviously, I think what he did was disgusting. Um, I I don't see the pleasure in it. It seems creepy and weird. But I also again don't think that he should probably never come back. Does he never get a shot at redemption? Is there a path to redemption? Do you know what I mean? Like, do any of these people get a chance at redemption in anybody's eyes? Or are they just like, they did one thing and now they're dead and they should never get to do anything again? Because it's the same. Like, people on the right see that way for Colin Kaepernick. People, you know, women who were affected by what Louis did see that for him. And I get it. Like, I like I understand why people are mad in ways and. Maybe they don't understand the nuances of arguments, and there's not really a nuanced argument for Louis jerking off front people. That's not my point here. There is more of a nuanced argument for Colin Kaepernick. But uh, I'm just saying, like, do these people, whether 
whatever their crime may be, not get a chance at redemption for either side, for either thing, either case. You know what I mean? Am I making sense? Hopefully I'm making sense because it's, 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 I'm trying to tiptoe a little bit. I don't want to step on this too hard and, you know, whatever. I'm just trying to talk about it. I'm trying to think what would need to be done. Maybe there should have been more talks or maybe, uh, I don't know what may be, but it's, it's interesting to see how the internet reacts basically. Because I, I picture some of these people had their fucking Louis C.K. came back too soon article written the day after Louis C.K. had everything taken away and decided to quit touring and decided to quit going to do stand-up comedy. I bet they had that bitch ready. They're like, oh, man, I fucking wrote that shit the next day, and he could have waited five years, and I would have had that article fucking in the chamber ready to go. Because oh, I can't stand it, and I got to be right. And, and maybe they're right, and maybe I'm wrong, and I could be completely off base here. I don't know. I'm just saying, I feel like we got to be able to give people a second chance. We got to be able to allow people to forgive people for their mistakes and be a little nicer. And yeah, again, just a little more loving, a little more kind, right? Is that, is that too much to ask? I might be, you know, like maybe, like I said, maybe I'm out of line here. Maybe we can never forgive Louis C.K. for doing his weird things. You know, I don't think he was doing the Harvey World. He wasn't raping anybody like Harvey Weinstein. Or whatever fucking Kevin Spacey was doing, it's like you know, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to compare. Like, oh, he's 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 victim blaming. He's this, he's that. Like, no, I'm just, I'm just asking some questions, talking it out. We'll see. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. At the end of the day, if he can sell tickets, and he can do this and he can do that, it's probably going to be the market that decides. Not unless people are protesting him and like showing up and ruining his shows. Like maybe then something else will happen, but. At the end of the day, this is a free country. This is America. And <laughs> the only thing that we really seem to actually value here is the dollar. And if he's going to make money and find a way and sell tickets, it's going to happen probably. Probably going to happen. So I don't even know if there's anything we can do to stop him, if, even if we wanted to, right? So it's, a, it's, it's very interesting. It's uh, kind of a weird time of all the shit that's happening in our culture all at once it's really just kind of boiling over the pot's just fucking splashing out like oh shit that thing's about to fucking explode so we'll see yeah i guess uh, it'll be interesting we'll we'll, we'll stay tuned i guess right <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah but besides that you know it's like i don't know we can we can leave that stuff there we'll leave it there you can sit on it you can marinate it you can think about it Hit me up with your opinions. Hit me up with what you think. I might, like I said, might have been out of base, might have been out of line. I don't know. But, you know, besides that, I have to say, uh, work's been pretty good for me. I did get a, a fantastic compliment from my boss's boss the other day. And, you know, so I'm just going to toot my own horn a little bit because I appreciated this. It was really nice. It's something that I do kind of pride myself on and something that I always try to be because I feel like it's who I am. And it's partly being raised in Kansas. Shout out to Kansas. It's just part of who I am and how I was raised. But uh, my, my boss's boss was in there. They were meeting, talking all day. And I was working the register, doing my thing, you know, killing it as usual, as I do. The kid is always killing it, right? So uh, once I was done, I was leaving out the door. And the manager comes up to me. She's like, no, Mom, 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 Miles, Miles, I want to talk to you for a second. I want to talk to you for a second. Which I always think, I'm like, oh, fuck this. Am I getting fired? Now, now I'm like... I got battered wife syndrome. Anytime somebody wants to pull me aside and talk to me, I'm like, oh shit, I just lost my job again, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> but she pulled me aside and she was like, you know what? I just want to say 
it was a pleasure watching you work today. It didn't matter what customer came in, what walk of life they were, poor, rich, you know, young, old, didn't matter. You treated everybody with respect. You made a connection with them and you just were, it was a joy to watch you basically, she said. And I, it was a great compliment and I really appreciate that because like I said, I do try to treat people with respect. No matter, you know, they come in smelling bad, they come in looking dirty or maybe it's some rich person who's rude and treating me like I should just be, like I should already have their coffee ready and I should know what they want before they even fucking say it because I should be able to read their mind, right? It doesn't matter who it is. I try to be nice. I try to treat them with respect because it's just why get caught up in the bullshit? Why get caught up in the negativity of it when you don't have to, you right? Because then what, I'm going to start thinking about it later. Like, oh, you remember when that lady treated me like this and said that thing and then, and then I'm thinking about that and she's already gone on without her day and doesn't even care about what I'm doing and I'm wasting my time on this thought? Like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. I try to not do that. So it was really nice to get that compliment and I appreciated it. So I figured I would just, you know, toot my own horn, share it with you all because it, it feels good sometimes to get a little compliment like that, you know? But yeah, uh, besides that, <laughs> I, I had one other stupid thing. I don't even know. Oh, uh, fantasy football is back. I had my first draft yesterday, which is also why the podcast is coming out late. And I did all right. Uh, sure, I didn't get to make my first two picks because they were just auto-drafted and I fucking, my computer shit the bed and I was having like a fucking panic attack and wanted to punch through the screen. Sure, I didn't get to pick those picks. But, you know what? It worked out all right. I think they're good picks. I got Shaquan Barkley and Keenan Allen. I think it'll work out. I'm not too worried about it. Plus, it's just fucking fantasy football. I'm not, Like I said, you just got to get lucky. I went in blind this year. I didn't do one mock draft. I didn't read one article. I didn't watch one full preseason game. Nothing. Nothing. And you know what? Got like the third or fourth best rated draft. So, boom, bitches. New strategy. Going in blind every week, every year. I'm calling it the Stevie Wonder strategy. Uh, and I think it's going to pay dividends. I'm, I, I have a strong squad, and I'm feeling good about it. I decide just to get the players I want, and fuck the rest. Fuck the haters, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to be talking a lot of shit in fantasy football, too. I decided, like, nobody really ever talks back to me or says anything, and nobody really even probably cares that I'm talking shit or thinks it's funny or anything. But I decided every week, whatever team I'm going against, I'm just going to talk shit to that person, to their team. And maybe it'll help me roast people or be a little funnier or work on the comedy stuff a little bit, right? So, yeah, I figured why not if I'm going to do fantasy football, I should mix it in with a little comedy. I should try to mix it in with a little bit of something that give me a little extra, a little secret sauce, you know what I'm saying? Put it in there. So, yeah, that's that's that. Life is good, and I think we'll just, you're like Miles. Again, here you are. You're rambling. We just want to hear some tunes, and then, you know, maybe an outro. I probably usually stop listening after the tunes, but, you know, hit me with the tunes in the outro. Come on, man. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. So that's what we'll do. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Nothing's on my mind but the time. Usually you're fool with it. Watch the seconds turn to minutes. Watch the ghosts become a finish. Watch the friends turn to villains. Back in the days of the sentence, I was dead and holding up the ceiling. Do you remember? Do you recall? Across the barren world, people don't play outside anymore. Cause even in-
Hold on, something like that. <laughs> that song, uh, that song's been coming on at Starbucks every morning on the playlist that they have there. They're they're like connected to Spotify or whatever, and they have a playlist that they play over all the stores or whatever, right? And fucking Sean Paul, I'm there at like six in the morning, and it's fucking playing. It's the right temperature, boom, 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 boom. you know, like it's too. It's actually it's always too early for that song. You know what I mean? It could be, I could be there at 6 in the morning, or I could be there at midnight, and it's too early for that fucking song. I don't know why they play it. I don't know why they play it. But So yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was a fun one for me. Got to get into it a little bit. Always good to just sit here and chat with you folks, right? It's just me and you this week. Just us. Just the two of us. I don't know. I'm fucking over here pretending like I can sing, pretending like I have rhythm. Uh, I apologize. I apologize profusely. I don't know what's wrong. Something, something's got a hold of me today. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's that winter weather. I'm getting excited. But yeah, like I said, I hope you you enjoyed today's episode. And as always, I want to give a powerful shout out, a thank you to all you beautiful people who listen to this podcast. It is much appreciated. Seriously, like I said, I don't know what I'd be doing without you. I'd just be talking to myself. It'd be sad. It'd be really weird. And Sure, this is still kind of sad and pretty weird, but it's less so because a few of you do actually take the time to listen. And I don't even know if you make it this far. Like I said, maybe after the the, the meat of it, you're like, you know what, those outros are kind of weak. We're going to go ahead and start tuning out, and that's fine. But to the OGs, to the OGs that listen to the end who are hearing this right now, I appreciate you. I love your faces. Thank you very much. You're beautiful people. Much love. I humbly and graciously graciously appreciate what you do for me um but yeah uh other than that oh shit man what is it that's the 44th episode we we're doing it we're pretty much done this is crazy that i've almost been doing it for a year like i said i'm gonna try and cook up something a little special for the year anniversary i don't know what that's gonna be yet i've got a few ideas rolling around i gotta really get to it as a thing that's what i really need to do to start Focusing in, getting things done, eliminating distractions, getting in there and doing the work like we talk about, like we talk about. So yeah, that's what that's what we'll do. Uh, another thing I've been doing, been getting big into the meditation. I've really been trying to make a point to do it. <sighs> I, I lie to myself or I get lazy and pretend I don't have 10 minutes. I always do. And when I make time for it, it calms me down. It clears my head. It lowers my anxiety. It just feels good. So I've really been making a point of it lately and uh, maybe haven't been exercising as much or doing this or that, but I've still been, at least I've been anchoring to that. I want to build that strong foundation of exercise, journaling, meditation, and be able to have those things to really fall back on when things go crazy or uh, something happens and I don't know how to handle it or blah, 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 right? So like I said, we're constantly working. We're always trying to get better and just believing that six months from now, it will be. Even if it feels like it sucks right now, it will be better. So that's what we're going with. And I hope you're using those same strategies as well. Or maybe you got your own little secret sauce you're using. I hope that, uh, you know, you just got to keep evolving. Don't stay stagnant. Don't do it. It's bad. But yeah, uh, we'll wrap it up. Just a couple things here I think you should check out. Uh, the first one being The Great British Baking Show. I, 
do not know. I think a coworker at Starbucks told me about it. Maybe my manager actually, and she was like, you know, you gotta check this show out. And I always have loved food shows. I used to watch the fucking Food Network when I was a kid. I always loved. I've always been a fucking fat kid. I love watching that stuff. And this show is amazing. It's like I've never been a huge fan of Chopped because that guy, the host, I fucking I just want to slap him around a little bit for some reason. And but these people are just like so fucking British, and the baking is amazing, and it's hilarious watching them do their thing. And I absolutely have fallen in. I've only watched like halfway through the fourth season. And a new season just came out, so there's like five seasons. You can just binge watch the shit out of it. I'm sure I'm a little late to the party on this, but uh, it is... I, I love it. It's just, like I said, it's so fucking British. These people are hysterical. They get all frazzled, and they're working so hard on a fucking pastry or a cake or something. And I'm like, yeah, that's how I feel about comedy. I love that they have this passion for these fucking baked goods. It's awesome. So check that out. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, it's on Netflix. Also check out... A new season of Ozarks just came out, right? I haven't watched a single episode yet. It came out on Friday, I believe. And the first season was amazing. I really liked it. I don't know what to compare it to exactly. Maybe it's a little Breaking Bad-esque. A little, uh, I don't know, some type of financial suit, like something-esque. I don't know, but I really like it. It's a good show. It has Jason Bateman in it. He's awesome. And uh, I'm really looking forward to getting into that second season, you know? I love when Netflix is just like, here you go, be a piece of garbage, binge all you want, Miles, just fucking eat it up, and eventually I'm going to do that. It sucks that I haven't been able to watch it because my roommate and I have such different schedules, and that's like a show we kind of watch together, because so, it's nice to have, you know, it's nice to have a show you both can watch, because when you're sitting around and you don't have anything to do and you're both kind of there, it's like, well, what, what should we do? And if you have a show, it's easy. It's easy money. You just go put it on the show. Let's do that. But I just don't know, like, how long I should wait. Should I, you know, I need to save it, right? Like, it's obviously three days is way too soon. I can't be being like, oh, sorry, I started watching the show without you. It's a little early, but is there a time limit? I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking overthinking this. Anyways, uh, yeah, check those out. I think you'll enjoy it. And, yeah, the music for today's episode, in order, is Kids by The Kooks. From their new album, Let's Go Sunshine. Uh, and then it's All We Got by Dim Atlas from his album Downer. And the last song is Lemon to a Knife Fight by The Wombats from their album, their new album. Uh, Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life, which sounds about right. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, it was a fun one. And yeah, until next time. Sayonara, suckers. Manchild, out. Cast the red